passing Live this life But son, we don't see shit She caught my eye Man, make my wife I know she wanna be saved She sending a time Have a good night Welcome back to Inside the Dome. Oh my gosh. Happy Tuesday, January 30th, boys. As you can tell by the title, this isn't under the lights. And the reason this isn't under the lights is because football happened on Sunday. Two championship games. I called John up and I said, listen, right? Under the lights, yep. We always got to do under the lights every week. Always got to happen. But I feel like these games were too big to talk about and not release an episode right away. And John was like, yeah. 100% agreed. Called up Lance. And we got on. We're here. We're here to give you our championship recast. I'm Carla Jacob. I'm joined today with John Dodaro, Lance Johnson. Thank you to Aiden, as always, for that amazing intro. But, fellas, like I said, football happened this Sunday. My goodness, was it a crazy Sunday for football? Oh, sadly, um, I'm not going to have that same enthusiasm as you do because America got the Super Bowl that they did not want. This was the Super Bowl nobody asked for. It's honestly just a symbolization of how mid this season was in terms of injuries, referees, non-exciting games. This Super Bowl just exemplifies all of that right here. I got both of these predictions wrong. I think, Carlin, you got at least one of them wrong. The Cousins curse is dead. Everything's over now. I so hope Josh this Allen game doesn't happen. So there's no more curse. There's Okay, there's no more curses. There's no more curses at all. There's nothing fun anymore. There's no memes. Patrick Mahomes is in the Super Bowl for like the fourth or fifth time in his six years of playing. Taylor Swift's in the Super Bowl. Brittany Mahomes is in the Super Bowl. Jackson Mahomes is in the Super Bowl. And we are going to have to see their faces every single second somebody makes a play for the Chiefs. It's not going to be good. The 49ers, they have the chance to tie the Steelers for most Super Bowls of all time. I'm not even going to root for anybody. I'm just going to start it like that. I just got to get this out of the way real quick, boys, so just bear with me. It's going to suck. This game is going to suck. I'm only watching it. One, for the podcast, so we can review it. Two, I don't even know beyond that. I wouldn't even bet on a winner as well. Like, this game's going to suck. I've seen memes all last week how everybody is putting their faith in Lamar Jackson to end all of this. I just don't even see those memes anymore. I see a couple with Brock Purdy, but they're not as strong as they used to be. The Detroit Lions failed miserably, and we'll get to that and how they lost. But they blew it, too. We would have had probably the best story possible, just the absolute dynasty of the Kansas City Chiefs versus the complete underdogs in the Detroit Lions. It would have been absolutely pure cinema. But instead, we are just getting a Super Bowl matchup that we have seen Already back in 2019, I believe it was, and we're just getting a rematch of that again. It's just depressing. Honestly, if I had to make a comparison, you guys know I like WWE, and they follow a script. And when the script 
goes in the wrong way in WWE when they make the wrong choice. I am just absolutely depressed after watching it. This is essentially the same instance. The script went in the worst way possible. I was absolutely depressed when it was announced it would be the Chiefs versus 49ers. And that's how I'm going to be two weeks from now. It's going to be absolutely depressing. So mind my rant, but I just had to get that out of the way. Take it away. My laptop literally disconnected and had reconnected it. I was like, by the time I we get back, that. we're probably going to be talking about... Nope, Jonathan still ran. I, I, Lance, saw I saw that, and I just kept talking. <laughs> Lance, your your early reaction of what the Super Bowl we're going to get. Well, John, you're not the only one that got both of these playoff games wrong. I got both of these playoff games wrong, too, on my predictions list. But, man, it was a weekend filled with disappointment. I was a part of that Super Bowl game that America wanted and that was the Lions and the Ravens and gosh I mean I don't know what to tell you with at this point with having Taylor Swift Jackson Mahomes Brittany Mahomes and that maybe that speculation of this script of having Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl and the Chiefs winning it all and Travis Kelsey's gonna get down on his one knee and that proposal I mean that is just I mean I, don't, I can't root for any of these teams at this point I'm not gonna like not I'm not gonna pull for the 49ers I will certainly not be pulling for the Chiefs and man talking about the Lions they choked this game away big time I mean they I didn't. was hoping for some storyline that the Detroit Lions and the Chiefs starting off the season and possibly finishing off the season. And it just ended out yep. in the worst way possible. Yeah. So it, I mean, it, that's just my reaction. It's just filled with disappointment. I, yeah. I do want to say one thing, though. Like, here's the thing. This is either going to be the highest watched Super Bowl of all time. Or it's going to be the lowest in the modern day. It's going to be the highest. It's going to be the highest because 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 of Taylor Swift. That's the only reason. They're generating all the revenue for the Chiefs. I I don't know. I don't know if I talked about on the podcast, but I literally created a bet every Sunday. I watch the Chiefs when they play. The line is five and a half of how many times they show Taylor Swift. Last week it didn't hit. This week it was six. It hit. So I'm going to do it for the Super Bowl. I'll make a public line and we'll all take over or under to see how many times they show her. But I think we got to get into these games real quick. So essentially here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about these games. We're going to have general conversations about these next, uh, these past two championship games, but we're not going to make our predictions. We're going to save those for next Friday. You will get a very special episode of the Super Bowl 58 preview matchup where we're going to talk who our winners are sadly because we got to pick for someone. The refs can't win a yep. game. They can't walk out. Actually, they probably could walk out. We're just going to have an infinite draw, and there will never be a winner until Dude. both teams are just passed out and they give up. That's they, um the like Whoever wins the Super Bowl gets all the five like main refs Super Bowl rings. Thank you for letting us win this game. Um, but 
you will see that on Friday. We're going to break it down, uh, who we think is going to happen. We're going to talk about a couple special butts. Uh, we're going to talk about, obviously, the national anthem because Reba is going to sing it if we're going to take it over the under. Some other things, there's, like, stupid bets. Um, like, obviously, oh. Lance, Lance joked about it if uh, Taylor Swift would get proposed to. Um, but then who, like, if we have a parlay or something, we'll talk about it and just say who oh, we're going to take for the Super Bowl. Usher, Usher is the halftime performer, too. Oh, my and God. And Tony oh, Romo's yeah. calling this game. And Tony <laughs> Romo's calling. This is terrible. This is terrible. And I just want to say one more thing, too, because... You mentioned Taylor Swift, and I have to get this out the back because this kind of annoyed me. Bleacher Report posted it, and they were like, how much money that the NFL got oh, from Taylor Swift. And that's cool. Enough. And I have no problems with her. I have no problems with her and Travis Kelsey as a pair. It's cute. It's nice. But first off, it's the media that posts them like crazy. Like ESPN, no, it was Sports Center. Sports Center made a legitimate post on Instagram talking about how Taylor Swift can appear at the Super Bowl due to her concert in Japan. They made a whole post detailed. This is okay. Sports Center. This is Sports Center. You know why? Making a post about Taylor Swift's travel plans. Sports Center is making a post about a singer going from Japan to the Super Bowl. That is ridiculous. This is my problem with the whole Taylor Swift thing. And yeah. the NFL is made. Wait, no, interrupt me real quick. The NFL is making millions off of this. This only benefits the NFL. This is just pure greed of the NFL, ESPN, Sports Center, Bleacher Report. This is just all greed. They only do it because they make more money. It is absolute greed. They don't have to show Taylor Swift every second. They don't have to post about her every second. You can acknowledge she's there, but we don't have to see her face every time that Travis Kelsey catches a ball or scores a touchdown. Do they show Brittany Mahomes every time Patrick Mahomes makes a play? No. Do they? No, I don't think so. So why do we have to see Taylor Swift every single time? I'm I'm done with it. I am absolutely. That is so, one of the reasons why this Super Bowl is going to suck, and this is also why I hate Lamar Jackson too, because he ruined he sold. everything. He stole it. Also, John didn't mention it. Three hundred, three hundred and thirty million dollars is how much Taylor Swift brought into the NFL this year alone. Three hundred and thirty million dollars. That's absurd. What's that money gonna do? Nothing. It just makes it makes the also, owners more rich. If, if you are is. curious about the sports center thing, John talked about. Yes, she will be at the Super Bowl. She she will be there in time. Yep. So they, they <laughs> detailed every single reason a sports page on social okay, okay. media let's, detailed let, how whoa. it would happen. Let's get into our boyfriend's game. Kansas City, Baltimore. Kansas City won 17-10. Lamar Jackson, 272 yards, which, honestly, I'm surprised he's the passing leader. But Isaiah Pacheco, 68 rushing. Travis Kelsey, 116 yards. Where was Lamar Jackson? Where was this MVP all season? Where was Lamarica? Lamar Jackson needed to save you, and where was he? He choked. He choked so freaking bad. I don't want to hear that it was Ravens versus Raph. No, no, no. Because here's the deal, right? Were there bad calls? Yes. Was there a PI yes. in the end zone? Do you think it was PI at the end? Do you... uh, I think it's what, one what of those play plays. Uh, well, 
likely was in the end zone. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember. Oh and no, no, was no that was, that was it was underthrown. Lamar Jackson, was, Lamar Jackson throwing in triple coverage was stupid. It, yeah, yeah it that really was, was stupid. Also, Zay Flowers fumbled before he could break the plane of the end zone. Huh. But this is taunting against no. The bro literally it literally says in the NFL, you are not allowed to go up to someone's face and be like, ha ha. And that's what okay. he did. Okay. You okay, he, but but but, but Legarius Need grabbed his 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 foot. He grabbed his foot and then Zay Flowers was looking at him. And so yes, either he way spin the ball. But that either way, it. it's a penalty on both of them. So it offsets. Joe Burrow. Joe but, Burrow said let them taunt. Joe Burrow I, said let I them taunt. I one thousand percent agree. I do. Why in the no fun league are we allowed to like why did it take so long for celebrations to become a thing? Like it, the celebrations they do now will get penalized back then. But now recently it's fine. Like I'm sorry, if I make a big play against you, I'm gonna go up to your face and laugh at you. You are a grown man playing football. Grow up. Seriously. Like come on. Like if like take it personally, go back on the football field next time he catches the ball. Chuck him, intercept the ball, and say, screw that guy. Look what I did. And you know what? That's what the Chiefs player did. He made Zay Flowers fumble. And I truly felt bad for Zay because Zay couldn't do much there. He couldn't not have dived. But still, that's just one of those unlucky playmans. So I don't want to hear that was Ravens versus refs. The Ravens had so many opportunities and punted so many times. Lamar Jackson couldn't get the job done. And honestly, I don't see them winning a Super Bowl within three years. I still think they can win a Super Bowl, but I think they're going to lose a lot of key pieces and they're going to get screwed. Mm-hmm. This was the Ravens' year. Of any team to win the Super Bowl this year, this was the Ravens' years. This is the worst vi- variation of Kansas City we've ever seen. Ever. Ever seen. Yep. And this team's back in the Super Bowl. Ravens should have smacked them on paper. Should have smacked them. And Baltimore fell close. Listen, I I, I want to say something. Everyone said, America, please save us. Lamar Jackson, please save us. Don't do it if you're rooting against Kansas City. Don't say Brock Purdy, save us. Because let's be honest, you made Mahomes the villains, and he took it personally. And that's why yep. he's going back to the Super Bowl. Don't do it. Yep. Please. Just enjoy a football game, because here's the thing. I remember growing up, last last thing, I promise. Growing up, we all grew up in the Tom Brady area. Granted, when he won the first couple Super Bowls, we were like three. I don't remember Tom Brady winning his third Super Bowl. But you knew if New England was in the playoffs, they were a threat. They were a threat. And they were a dynasty. But I don't remember a lot of people saying, oh, blah, blah, blah. New England, like we like someone, please save us. Granted, no one liked Tom Brady unless if you were a Patriots fan or Randall. But <laughs> I don't remember that. Granted, I was young. But this, the fact that this is Mahomes' fourth start in a Super Bowl, and what his five years being a starter yeah, is absurd. Six. It is absurd. Don't get it twisted. I'm done. Ravens, you sold. Uh, yeah, they sold very bad. And also one funny thing, too, on the NFL's Instagram page, I reported one of their posts of Travis and Taylor Swift. I reported it for spam. 
So we'll see what happens. But okay, uh, we've we talked about this time and time again, though. Uh, it's not uh, her I don't fault. Wanna... It's I the mean, NFL. It's, it's... That's and why take the over NFL. when I create the line. Take the over. Okay. I'll take the over. I, I I just reported the NFL. But anyway, this game, uh, the Ravens sold straight up. Uh, Lamar Jackson and and Zay Flowers sold. Zay Flowers that taunt killed them. And obviously fumbling killed them. And Lamar throwing a triple coverage killed them too on that pass to Isaiah Likely. But first off, the Kansas City Chiefs, they're just going to do this every single year. They're the dynasty. They're the new New England Patriots at this point. Mahomes, doesn't matter what happened during the regular season. Marquez Valdez-Scandling, it doesn't matter how many passes he dropped in the regular season. He made up for it in the playoffs. Travis Kelsey, everybody was saying he's going to be washed. Now look at him, 11 catches, 116 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. He's he's Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the league, easily. Mahomes, the best quarterback in the league since 2019. He's been the best quarterback in the league, no matter what year it is. But they're the standard. They are the standard that the Steelers think they are. And also, shout out to, sad shout out to Josh Berman of the Next Network. I feel truly bad for him. He was on the show last week. So I, I do too. truly feel for him. That's the only I, I'm that's the only sad part about me and the Ravens. I feel bad for him because it was yeah. the Ravens here. Yeah, I feel very bad for him, but this was a great win for the Chiefs. The Chiefs defense, I think, really won this game. The Ravens offense was just getting it done over any team. They destroyed the Niners in the regular season. They destroyed the Texans. This Ravens offense was elite. And the Chiefs' defense just shut them out completely. And the Ravens' defense stepped up in the second half. They really did. But also, too, you look at the Baltimore rushing game. Gus Edwards had just three carries. Zay Flowers had two, which is pretty surprising. Justice Hill only had three. Lamar Jackson had eight. In a rain game, might I add, too, the Ravens only had 16 rushing attempts total. That alone is pretty pathetic and probably one of the reasons why they lost this game Lamar Jackson throwing 37 times in a rain game is not a key for success so that's one of the reasons why they lost probably a low light in Todd Munkin's great year with Ravens play calling but and he probably won't get a head coaching job Mike McDonald the defensive coordinator I don't know if he'll get a head coaching job or not the opportunities are thin now but this game was on Lamar and Zay Flowers. I feel bad for them. They were very emotional on the sidelines, too. But you raised a good point, Carlin, is the players that they could be losing in the offseason. Matabuke's a free agent. Odell's a free agent. Patrick Queen is a free agent. They have a lot of free agents, and retaining all of them is going to be a challenge. And this was a waste for the team that they had, yes, it was an improvement over the other years. They made it to the AFC Championship, but not going to the Super Bowl this year is a huge disappointment for the Ravens. But I hate saying it. Congrats to the Chiefs. They made it to the Super Bowl. They, like you said, too, they did not have the ideal season. They have many bad losses this season, but they benefited from a weak division. They got the three seed. So they had two home, no, one home game. Then they were able to beat Buffalo at the Ravens. So congrats to Mahomes. He's going to the Super Bowl for the fourth time. And we get to see it. I can't wait. 
I can't wait so much. Lance, what did you think about this game? It was such a gut-wrenching loss for the Ravens. And I remembered having Josh on here last weekend. He talked about, you know, he was emotional. He had that passion. And I remembered what he said about Lamar Jackson, and that is to give trust in Lamar Jackson. And when it came down to one of the big stages and you're playing in on the high stage with so much pressure on you and well Lamar just couldn't handle the pressure and it showed throughout that whole game he just doesn't seem to be able to find receivers and just like you mentioned on the stats with Gus Edwards and Zay Flowers, John, they didn't get much when you're talking about the running game. It was hardly non-existent throughout that whole entire championship there. And they just kept throwing the ball every time. And whatever was going on, like when you're talking about with Ravens versus the refs, it was more like the Ravens versus themselves. The Ravens really did screw themselves and they screw themselves up really badly. When you're talking about a super team, and what I mean by that is you have a top offense, one of the best rushing offenses in the NFL. You have one of the best defenses in the NFL. You have a great offensive coordinator and a great defensive coordinator straight out of college that compete against each other in the college football playoffs, and you put them on the same team together, and you morph into one of the the greatest teams that the NFL has had for some period of time now and being able to get up to this point and lose to the chiefs at home. This is a team like for the Ravens specifically, the Ravens are not going to see this same amount of success for a long time now because of losing these certain players during the off season. So it's hard to come back and reach that same level of let's just say that same level of just high standard quality performance of Ravens beating down these winning teams by such a wide margin, you're not going to see this for a while. So the Ravens really did blow up such a golden opportunity to get there. I really thought they could do it, but the Chiefs just, they just overpowered them and just Pat Mahomes just looked really good in the game, like 30 for 39 and passing and just among all the other stuff. And Lamar just couldn't handle in the postseason. So with the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl here, it's hard to root for anybody at this point. I was hoping that the Ravens could be that last stand against Pat Mahomes and Taylor Swift, and it just didn't happen. It was really disappointing, and I really do feel for Josh here. I mean, he was really like – his hopes were so high and you could see it within through his eyes. And it was just, I really felt bad for him. I felt bad for all the hard work that the organization put into it. And with the story of Lamar Jackson coming from the injury last season and that doubt throughout the off season that he had and being the comeback on the team and carry the team all the way up to this point in the AFC championship game and lose like that, that it's, it's hard to get over that. And 
And remember earlier today, John, we talked to a Ravens fan at the gym. Oh, yeah. And you could really see, look, he was red. He was sad. He was talking about how he couldn't even get on his phone anymore because he was just getting, like, bullied, basically. (laughs) Yeah. And, I mean, it was – it was just sad. I would say, just very sad. So, yeah. yeah with I'm, I mean, with the Ravens at this point, it's they just blew up big time. They collapsed harder than the Roman Empire did. Oh man, the Roman Empire! Don't even mention Lance. That. How often Real do you quick. think about the Roman Empire? <laughs> yeah, how often do you think about the? Roman how do you Empire? think about the Roman Empire, Lance? Every single hour. Oh my! Uh, real quick, I just wanna ask you guys before we move on to the next game um patrick mahomes is going to the super bowl again and here comes the comparisons to the one and only tom brady so do you guys think that he is going to be the greatest of all time do you think he will hit that anybody can answer that first is I don't. He, I, think I think it's too, it. I think it's soon too to tell. Like, here's the thing: you could say yes, and I'm more leaning towards yes. But like, think about it this way too, right? Let's say Mahomes falls off next year. That's not going to happen. Or what if he gets a career-ending injury? There, there's so many stakes to this. Um, but I think once, I think. I'm leaning more towards yes, and the reason why is because Brady had weapons. Mahomes' only really weapon right now is Kelsey. Rasheed Rice has done a lot more, though, recently. I know that. Before you say that, John, I know you're leaning into the mic to say that. But besides them, he has no one, and he's going to another Super Bowl. I mean, it helped that Kadarius Tony wasn't there. Oh, we'll get to him tomorrow, probably. Yeah, probably. Lance? I would have to say yes as well. Now, I do think of in the likes of Tom Brady a lot, but the thing with Pat Mahomes is is just the, his, like, I would say playing style, per se. When you look at during game time and he's out there and even – in the best of times that he's had with the Chiefs in the past, being down two scores means nothing. And having the worst team that he's been on ever, 11-6, and six, he was still able to find his way back to the Super Bowl. But the thing with Pat Mahomes that I see that I don't see with Brady is just the way he just throws the ball. Just like when you're talking about he's got that athleticism with that baseball background he's able to throw it overhead he could throw it sidearm he could throw it underhand it's he's just a great entertainer and just by the development that I would believe started from back even though he wasn't good at the time with Texas Tech I felt like the Cliff Kingsbury development in Pat Mahomes really started to, to turn the wheels in motion and then coming into the NFL and being able to take the place of Alex Smith and being able to what you've done at this point, winning all these Super Bowls that you have right now. And also just like he's kind of a new generational quarterback. 
So, I mean, I just feel like Pat Mahomes does deserve it. Just the, the way he he plays, not only can he he had he can throw the ball in a unique way, but he also he may not be a good runner, but he does just enough to where he can make it and get a first down and he can go pretty far with it. And he has shown it in the past against the Eagles in the last Super Bowl. So yes, I do think Pat Mahomes does deserve it. Yeah. Um Pat Mahomes, he's I said it earlier, he's the best quarterback in the league right now. Very straightforward, even if he has an MVP season or not. In terms of catching up to Tom Brady, I think it all depends on his longevity in the career. We've seen guys like Carson Wentz look like an MVP and then fall off the face of the map completely. We've seen other guys' careers just get derailed by injury completely. I think if Mahomes wants to catch up to Brady, because Brady played, honestly, some of his best football in his 40s. So Mahomes needs to have that kind of longevity, in my opinion. So it's kind of too early. Do you think Mahomes will have that longevity? Because Mahomes isn't a pocket passer. Brady is a pocket passer. Brady could sit in the pocket. He took a lot of hits. But Mahomes relies on the wheels to move around. Yeah, that's going to be the question. And plus two, Tom Brady and Joe Burrow are the only two quarterbacks to beat Mahomes in the playoffs. Brady is 2-0 and against Mahomes in the playoffs. One time with the Patriots, one time in the Super Bowl, absolutely demolishing him. So beautiful. That will, when you look at their head-to-heads, that will be a factor too. If I had to take a guess right now, I'd say no, but and plus two, Tom Brady, I will always respect him. I know people hate on him a lot, but I respect the hell out of him because for someone being a six-round pick, not having the true gifts of a quarterback, he's not fast, he's not the strongest and all that, and to be able to prove everybody wrong, kind of a little segue to our next game, but... Just to prove everybody wrong like that, I think I'll always respect Tom Brady. While Mahomes, he's essentially the ideal quarterback prospect that every quarterback should be. So I think I'd give the edge to Tom Brady. But speaking also, of the segue, do you want to take us in? The next you know game? what's funny to me? The Bills passed on Patrick Mahomes. No. Everyone's yeah, always going to remember that. But then again, Josh Allen's a fantastic quarterback. Yeah, it's just cool. He will he ever deliver a Super Bowl in Buffalo? Yeah, probably not. All right, moving on. Mister Irrelevant is relevant. Detroit and San Francisco. San Fran wins thirty-four to thirty-one. Jared Goff two hundred seventy-three passing yards. David Montgomery ninety-three rushing, receiving leader eighty-seven ninety-seven. Sam Laporta. Lines were up twenty-four to seven going into halftime. 27 unanswered points San Fran scored. Yikes. Here's here's the thing, right? Let's talk about this game. The line, Josh said about this on the podcast, it's either going to be a shootout where the Lions can win or it's going to be a blowout. This was the shootout game, and I wasn't expecting it, but when I saw the Lions were up to 24-7, it's like the Lions are going to the Super Bowl. They're going. Uh, I was like, okay, the Super Bowl is going to be in- okay. Never mind. What is happening? This isn't because San Fran had a great game. They didn't have a great game. But 
when you are the Detroit Lions and turn into the 2023 Week 1 Kansas City Chiefs and drop every pass, then you have an issue. Because that's what happened in this game. The Lions dropped passes left and right. This was the Lions game to win. It was. I don't want to hear that Dan Campbell made the wrong call. I don't think he did. Do you think he made the wrong call? Uh, I'll give my full thoughts on it in a bit, but I like the call. Lance, do you like the call? I agree with the call. I think it was a very critical point, and he needed to make that call. Exactly. And here's the thing. This wasn't like a like this wasn't a thing we've never seen Dan Campbell do. Everyone knew on that fourth down, Dan Campbell was going for it. If they kicked the field goal, yes, the game could have been tied and they could have been going to the Super Bowl. But if not, they get the first down. San Fran needs a touchdown to overscore you. You know? They're... Now, what I disagree with is Ben Johnson just trying to uh, run it in the end zone on that third and goal at the end of the yeah. game. And it's stopping and therefore forcing the Lions to call a timeout. He should have thrown it in. Because if you don't get in, I would have kicked it. I know it's hard to march down the field, but you could have done a Hail Mary and try to get down if you if you don't get in third down. Because you wasted a timeout. Essentially, everything went the Lions way. It really did. And they choked. Yep. San Fran. Here's the thing with San Fran. I'm going to tell you this right now. I have a feeling, I have a gut feeling, San Fran's going to be one of those teams that should win the Super Bowl. Fantastic team. Has really great players, left, right, and center. But isn't going to win one. I just, like, have that feeling. Just because, like, I don't know. Like, like, on paper, against the Chiefs, the Ravens had the better team. And look what happened. San Fran got bailed out in this game. They almost lost to the Packers, but also this is the worst version of the Chiefs. And we'll talk about this more in the Super Bowl preview. But overall, this was the Lions game to win, and I truly do feel bad for them. Though, here's the thing. Between the Ravens and the Lions, the Lions have the better future. They do. Now, what's going to be hard is the Packers. The Packers look scary with Jordan Love, which could be an issue next year, but if the Lions can get a better play caller because Ben Johnson's going to be gone. We know this. But if yeah. they get a bit, if they get a better play caller or like a good play caller, you get my point. They'll be back there 100%. And that's the reason the Lions went to this championship game is because of Dan Campbell's gutsy play calling. Think about it. It was like fourth and two against the Chargers where it was a, a very close game and he went for it and got he got the first down and kicked the field goal and went. Who says they kick a field goal, missed it, get it, and then the Chargers march down the field? That's the reason why the Lions got here. So, yes, if everyone says, oh, blah, 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 no. Look at what this team did to get here. If you back off now, you're a wuss. There's no other way to saying it. You did the gutsy playing. You did everything right. It's just you didn't get the outcome you wanted. Um, I'm done. John? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, real quick before I give my spiel, I'll just say one thing. It's going to be tough for the Lions next season because I think Dan Campbell said it. This was kind of our shot, and it's going to be like a lot harder now. He didn't exactly say that, but it was along those lines. 
because like you said, they're losing Ben Johnson most likely. And it just could be tougher to go back. They might be losing players. People are going to treat the lines differently now. So it's going to be a lot harder for the lines next season. But just this game, the lines blew it. You said it perfectly. They, it's not really the Niners won this game. The, the lines lost it completely. They're up 24 to 7 going in the half. This was really the game where it was a race to 30 points and the Niners won that race straight up and the Lions tried very aggressively to get the 30 and they failed. They I like the call. I like the Dan Campbell call to go for it. And also too, I believe they were like on their third kicker this year. Uh, I think they cut like two of them at this point too. So it's a 48-yard field goal with your third kicker. So that's probably taken into consideration too. But I like the call. If they would have gotten it, I think nobody would be having the conversation that we're having now, but it just didn't work out. Probably wasn't the best play when you have Jared Goff scrambling. That's probably a key for disaster right there because he's a pocket passer. But I like the call, and Dan Campbell owned up to it completely. But the Lions didn't lose because of that. And even that Ben Johnson run call, it was a dumb call, but the game was like 90% over by that point. But... The reason why they lost is because at the start of the second half, everything just went wrong for them. Josh Reynolds dropped a fourth down catch, got through to him. It was easily catchable. Josh Reynolds dropped it, fourth and two, I believe it was. And that started everything, kind of. Just everything started derail there. And then it was third and eight or nine, and Josh Reynolds dropped a easy pass, easy pass, he dropped that, forced a punt, and the Niners scored again. So Josh Reynolds screwed them twice, and not too many people talk about them. That killed the line's momentum. And then after all of that, Jameer Gibbs fumbles on the first snap of their next drive. That sealed it right there. Like, everybody's yelling about Dan Campbell and everything. Josh Reynolds and Jameer Gibbs sold this game early. They killed the momentum any momentum that the Lions had because the Niners were able to get points after all those mishaps right there. Jamison Williams, a touchdown went right through his arms too. Like I don't even blame this on Jared Goff too because he was making the plays. His receivers, uh, specifically Reynolds and Jamison Williams, didn't come up for him. So that's really how this game derailed for the Lions. It wasn't Dan Campbell. That was only at the end of the game, but they lost all their momentum because of those two players right there. And it's hard to just put all the blame on them. It was a team loss because obviously after those turnovers, the Lions defense could hold the Niners to three points, potentially keep the game close, but they were, they were just giving up touchdowns. So the Lions defense also imploded too. And, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, oh my goodness, he was talking so much. He was talking with Baker Mayfield last week. He was talking about Debo this week, and he really got owned this game, and he's been silent since. So he was probably the one negative with that Lions team in terms of rooting for people. But the Lions truly just lost this game. The And what they do next year, I'm assuming they roll with Goff. Still, I'm assuming they roll with Goff. But they're going to have to make some choices. I still like their offense. I think they could keep the offense very similar. But they'll need a new coordinator because Ben Johnson will probably be at the Commanders. Uh, Their defense, they got to keep building up. I don't think it's there yet. Cam Sutton should not be your top corner. 
that's not great. And Cam Sutton and Arthur Mollett blew plays during the Ravens game and the Lions game. So just something to mention from the former Steelers cornerbacks. But they got to improve the defense more, I'd say. But the Niners, Brock Purdy, he he's good. He's good. I'd put him in my top 10 quarterbacks. He's earned that. I don't think he's elite still. I still think he benefits from the Shanahan system. And I don't think that's going to change for a while. But he's good. I'll give him respect. If I had to make top 10 quarterback rankings, I'd put him in my top 10. He's earned it. He took the team to a Super Bowl. And then again, Jimmy G did the same thing. So we'll see how Purdy does in the Super Bowl next before we compare him to Jimmy G. But he's good. He's good. He took them there. He came back from a 24-7 lead. He made the passes he needed to make. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey helps. Obviously, Debo and Ayuk helped too. But he did the job. He did it. And that's respect. The question with Brock Purdy, I think the question we're going to be having after the Super Bowl is, what's his contract going to look like next? That's going to be the question. Because if you remember Mahomes, right when Mahomes won his first Super Bowl, they gave him the mega contract. The highest paid quarterback in the league at that time. They gave him all the money. With Brock Purdy, how much would you give him? In a way, is he truly that elite on his own? Is he a benefit of the Niners system? I think that is going to be the conversation, depending on how the Super Bowl goes. That's going to be a conversation in the offseason with Brock Purdy's contract and how they extend him because Mr. Irrelevant took him to the Super Bowl. Give him respect they deserve. The Niners are going to the Super Bowl, but I'm not excited for it because, one, I feel like they're always at the top, so it's annoying. Two, if they win, they tie the Steelers' Super Bowl record of six Super Bowl wins. Uh, Steelers fans were not really rooting for them either. And I'm not going to go into it, but I've talked about my hatred for Shanahan, John Lynch, and, Tra- and with that whole Trey Lance situation. So they don't deserve to be benefited off of ruining someone's career. So, yeah, congrats to the Niners. They made it to the Super Bowl. They are playing the Chiefs. I'm so excited. You can just tell. Lance, what did you think about this game? That game in the second half was a sequence of mistakes that the Lions had that really put a dent to them. Like with how it turned out to be, like you have the drop passes, but also some just worst case scenarios like the Brandon Ayuk catch with how that football bounced off the helmet of Vilma. Ayuk caught the ball right in front of the goal line, and the Niners drove on through, scored off of that. And then soon after that, you have that fumble that occurs, and then the Niners recovered the ball again. And next thing you know, the Niners are just running away with this game. Now to talk about with the Lions – it just seemed to me that with how things have went down the first half, they looked like they had firm control in this game. Like it really looked like they were going to run away from it. And I think it got to their heads a little bit. It may not be much of an analysis right there, but I think it really did get to them just the way they performed 24-7 by halftime. And you head into the second half – and then 
all of a sudden just like that. And Jared Goff doesn't have the blame for this. He shouldn't be. I thought he looked fine in that game. It was more on the wide receivers when you're talking about those drop passes that could have been caught, especially when you have it in the hands. And there were just no one. It was more of a team-led mistake that led to the Lions' downfall in this game. And also, just as well, with how I looked at Cam Sutton in that game as well, he just didn't look that great. He he flopped really hard. And just looking at how the 49ers play on their side of the ball, it wasn't their best game, I don't think. But when it really mattered there, they were able to persist through, I think. And that came down to Brock Purdy. And he was able to find some ways. He was able to escape out of the pocket a couple of times and run down the field, gets the first down. And it helped the 49ers a whole lot in that game. So as much as I don't like to say it, congrats to the 49ers on going to the Super Bowl, being able to find a quarterback who is able to take on the reins and being able, as called as mystery relevant, being able to take the 49ers that have had its fair share of struggles in the past to now going back to the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. But instead of Jimmy Garoppolo, you have Brock Purdy. So it's going to be a different story this time with a different quarterback. So, man, with the Lions, it's just looking back what I read earlier, especially today with what Dan Campbell said, this was our only shot, as I quote from him. And he's got a good point. That could have been their only shot. I mean, you reach that far at that point, and it's hard to come back from that, especially in the NFL with how competition is played. And it's really hard to get back up to that stage. But it's just a matter of they could possibly, partially, maybe – get an offensive coordinator that might be better or a good play caller. But also, I mean, it's just going to take a while before they can reach back up to that point. But but I do believe that the Lions can. It's just going to take time. Yeah, I hope they don't pull a Philadelphia Eagles and have a huge regression in their offensive coordinator because that would be very sad. Ben Johnson's one of the best. He'll probably be the head coach for the commanders very likely that that is the case but uh i was i was rooting for the lions i really was i think everybody here was i think all of america was rooting for the lions and they really had us in the first half i'm not gonna lie they had us in the first half you want to hear eh. you want to hear a stat 2020 leap year chief hmm. versus 49ers super bowl trump versus biden election 2024, leap year, Chiefs versus 49ers Super Bowl, Trump versus Biden election. Top comment. We got to prepare for March. 
<laughs> though uh we got another pandemic on our hands so geez. though if um lock myself they, in the house again <laughs> it's, it's not happening the, hey if the niners win it's all going to be backwards oh maybe, maybe and they're going to say everyone to go Biden. outside uh, maybe trump or Biden or both just decide not to run to break the curse Please. alone or kobe maybe just decides to leave us alone maybe but, they just saw the super bowl matchup and they were like nope Overall, overall, fellas, this was a good talk. It's kind of sad. We only have one more episode to ever talk about this year's Thank goodness. Well, because... okay, we, we technically have two more episodes. So here's what the thing we've talked about this. So, like I said, next Friday, if you want to mark your calendars, uh, are we confirming it for next Friday exactly? Or... I, I, I say we should do it next Friday. I'd say the next only... week, but next week. Friday. Next yeah. week, most likely Friday, which is I'm going to give you a date. Hold on, February second, Groundhog Day. Uh, we will be dropping the Super Bowl Fifty Eight matchup. Uh, Lance, you are more than welcome to join. I'm pretty sure you will be in here, anyways. As always, we will make our predictions for the Super Bowl. Who you think is going to win? We're going to have bets by then, so we're going to tell you some of the parlays we like, joke bet and stuff, and just what we want to see from this year's Super Bowl. Honestly, I think we all just want a good game and then for it to end in a tie Ugh. somehow, some way. Honestly, my enthusiasm in that episode is going to be exactly what Dude, it is it's, right it's now. Dude, it's going to be a 3 nothing game. Oh, my God. If it's a <laughs> bad game, I'm just going to be depressed. If it's, if it's going to be like the Patriots and Rams from a couple years ago with the Chiefs winning, I'm just going to be upset straight up. Yeah, it, it's going to be I bad. might not even... We might not even do a we'll, episode after it. We'll do a Super Bowl MVP and stuff. And then the following episode after Super Bowl 58. I can't confirm that if that will be on Monday or Tuesday. It will most likely drop on Tuesday. We'll either be under the lights or if the Super Bowl is that bad or good or interesting enough to get its own episode, it will get its own episode. Other than that, it will be an Under the Lights special edition, Super Bowl edition, where we'll talk all things Super Bowl and other big things that happen because All-Star Weekend happens around the same weekend. Um, I think there's a a couple of things going on around the same time. Yes. Uh, But um, next week, though, do you want to talk about what we have planned for next week? Or you mean the rest of this week? Well, yeah, we can talk about this rest of this weekend yeah. and talk about what we have planned next week because there's no football. Uh, okay, so the rest of this week, we did our NFL episode. So Under the Lights will drop tomorrow. So stay tuned for that and probably YouTube version as well tomorrow or Thursday. So stay tuned for that. There's a lot of topics tomorrow. We will try to get through as many in our one-hour time frame. There is a lot of NFL coach updates a huge week for that NBA. There was a lot of news, some news in the NHL too, some other things, some scandals happen. We'll cover everything. So there's a lot to talk about in tomorrow's episode. So definitely stay tuned for that. I'll probably be more excited in that episode compared to this one and stay tuned for probably a beyond the dome episode this week. We haven't determined yet what that will be, but stay tuned for a beyond the dome episode as well next week, because Aside from the Super Bowl prediction episode, which we'll do at the end of the week, uh, we'll do Under the Lights, as always, top 
discussions in the sports world. So stay tuned for that. And we will also, 99%, we will do a little revisit episode going back at all of our predictions during the preseason, our quarterback rankings, running back, wide receiver, tight end defense, best teams, and also our division predictions, also our playoff predictions. All of that, we are going to look back at everything we predicted and see how terribly wrong we were because I know the three of us, we all had the wrong Super Bowl matchup. We all predicted the wrong matchup. So we're going to look back at all of that next week. So stay tuned for that episode. That'll be a fun one to do. So that's kind of it for the next two weeks. There's your little roadmap. Am I missing anything? I don't I don't think, think. you are. And then obviously Perfect. stay tuned for after the Super Bowl. There's a lot more stuff going to happen. We're still going to talk NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB. We'll all talk about it. We'll give you a more clear answer of what we're going to go in direction-wise just because NFL will be done. But we know there's the draft. We like we know there's stuff happening. Do not worry. But other than that, I think this was a good episode. Uh, I don't know what time frame we're at uh, since I lagged out. But I'm sure John's yeah, rant put us over. Up 52. 52. I know it's John's 53. rant. <laughs> Sent us over yeah. a little bit. But I think it was well-deserved. Uh, anything else you boys want to say before we head out here? Uh, Lance got anything? Yeah, I mean, with the Super Bowl coming up, it's hard to get excited for the teams that you try to root for and they're not there. But I'll sit there and just let the waves carry me on. I like it. Yeah, my final thought. We'll do a preview next week, even with nobody wanting to see this game happen, even with the majority of America probably not even rooting for a certain team. We will do our best to give you the best preview possible for that game. We'll go over every factor in this game, what's happening. We'll do our best to hype up the game as much as possible next week. So definitely, definitely stay tuned for it. It will be a good preview. But other than that, though, make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. I always say follow the TikTok. That's probably the most important one at this point. But you can find all of those links in all of our podcast platforms for Inside the Dome and Beyond the Dome as well in our link in bio. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there. But other than that, this was a very fun episode. I think this is like the first time I yelled in an episode too like i was oh me too big voice dude i was mad i I was mad too (laughs) i got i got really mad early on but it was very fun i hope you all enjoyed listening to us rant and discuss these two games it was very fun doing it but with lance johnson and carlin jacob i am john dodero have a great day everybody and see you next time on inside the dome